millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Oh, my God. Bam. Oh, oosh. We're back. Can I tell can I tell people about your pants? Yeah, of course. So we recommended a very long time ago. Mm. My God, first first step. I made you put bamboo socks on. You made me put socks on my feet that were made of bamboo. Yeah, and you loved them. Mm-hmm. And since then we've gone from socks to pants. Yeah. And Christmas and birthdays, you get your bam socks and your bam pants. <laughs> and sometimes when he wakes up in the morning and he puts on his pants, he's like, BAM! <laughs> Too much information? No, no. I, I, I just love the word bam. It's yeah, it's like, like um, bam, got my pants on. It's ba- bam, socks are on. And then I've got some other pants that say bonds. And then I got up and went bonds. Yeah, like James Bonds. Yeah. <laughs> love it. The plural. Um, I'm tweaking with the sound a little bit. We haven't done this for a while. Um, but also I was uh, shouting a lot. I'm not going to be yeah, shouting yeah, like maybe that. maybe it's peaking. Going forward, it's I was just a peaking a lot because I was yeah, bamming. I'm quite sure how to make it look, not Look, peak. it's not peaking anymore. Yeah, that's probably better. It's just because we're talking just, out. just got very excited because of the bam bams. That's the volume or not. Anyway, there we go. Um, how is everybody? I hope you're all right. I mean, obviously we can't hear you, so you don't have to answer that question quite literally. Yeah, but they might be answering it on their dog walks. Or... Yeah. How do you feel? Are you feeling all right? I hope so. Well, hope in fact, this summer. week is important. Well, asking people how they feel because mm-hmm. on the 10th, actually this comes out on the 2nd, so it might be the week, oh, week after. after. Okay. But I'm going to start in the yeah, pre, do, do the run-up yeah, up, up to it. Yeah. Um, because on the 10th of September mm-hmm. is a Worldwide Suicide Prevention Day. Really? Yes. Okay. And obviously mm-hmm. there's the documentary that's just come out about Caroline Flack and they had flack stock in the summer mm. and... That was a really, really terribly sad. Yeah, it was great to see how many people got involved in that yeah. Flagstock. Yeah, um, it was a it, it was a brilliant, and and brilliant event, and yeah, also yeah. with a very, very kind of strong message mm-hmm. to it. But my choices today are kind of loosely based around trying to help your mental health. Oh, very good. Mm. I was going to say something in relation to that. Oh no, it's like you know when you you talked about something really serious, and I went. I just had a trigger for something trivial. Oh, yes. And I was just about to say it and thought, oh. This is not the time. It's probably not yeah. the time. But no, one but of the things I was going to say, say well, yeah. you said it's Worldwide Suicide Prevention Day. Presumably. Yes. And it came into my mind, but Pearl Jam have a song called Worldwide Suicide. And I said, you know, when you think, oh, I know a song about that. And then I thought, oh, no, that's not, not the not song. Not now. You know, like it's, uh, yeah. So anyway. It's not a recommendation, that song, of course, unless you like Pearl Jam, but it is a good song. Yeah, I mean, it's very interesting, the whole mental health thing. We've been in Ibiza for a week. Mm-hmm. It's been very good for my mental health, mm. being in the sun and then having some time to relax. And then I think uh, also new sometimes people. meeting new people and letting your hair down a bit mm. and us relaxing. Mm. And But I think the thing about suicide... I posted something, I think it was from Mind, the mm-hmm. charity Mind, who are brilliant, um, a brilliant charity, as are Samaritans. Um, yeah, and uh, Calm is another and really calm. good one, yeah. But I was 
thinking about a post that they'd posted which showed the last video mm-hmm. of people's phones of people who had taken their own lives. Oosh! Yeah, and they yes. were all really happy yeah. and really smiling. Mm. And this just goes to show that people who are suicidal, mm. generally speaking, quite often are not in bed nonstop totally depressed they yeah, yeah. sometimes they will look really happy because they've made a decision to do something mm-hmm. like take their own lives mm. which is so sad but if it's somebody who has tried for a very long time mm-hmm. or has thought about it for a very long time there can be some kind of weird sense of joy about deciding yes it's to, a relief to do it but the decision yeah that that joe tracini chance Tr- tracini or tracini yeah. i'm never quite sure how to I say like his tracini name. myself tracini yeah um, he uh, has written a book mm. and he wrote me a little letter that goes with the book Yeah, and he's written some things and it's called 10 Things I Hate About Me I'm going to tell you a bit about him in a minute it publishes on September the 8th which is two days before World Suicide Prevention Day and if you read it and don't hate it he said I'd be massively grateful <laughs> for help letting people know about it lots of love Joe P.S. Please don't kill yourself P.S. I got a call from the manufacturer to check everything was okay when I asked for this message. P.P.S. <laughs> this is a bit from the beginning of the book. And the thing is, is that, hello, you know, how are you? Okay, fine, how are you? Is like, that's how far ch- us checking in goes. Yes. You know, like, are you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. But we don't um, tell and we don't get to a place where we explicitly let someone know don't kill yourself. Yeah. Because they'll just go, how are you? Fine. Mm-hmm. And that's that. And this is what I think is really interesting. And he says, well, fuck that. As a society, we need to get much better at having conversations about suicide before someone does it. I haven't read all of it because I've only just got it, but mm-hmm. I really wanted to get it out before before September the 8th. So yeah. I, I thought I'd talk about it here. But Great. I really like what he did. We we recommended yes. him on our podcast in lockdown yeah. because he did those hilarious dance tutorials. Mm. But he is a very interesting person because he has borderline personality disorder and I didn't really know anything about that until I watched his videos. And he literally will have conversations with himself and he has a very dark side of himself mm-hmm. and a very funny, happy side of himself. And 15% of people with BDP, BPD sorry, actually die by suicide and 40% try bloody hell so he's already in the 40 percent and his job is to keep out of the 15 Mm. and he tries to explain a little bit about what life's like when you have a brain that is essentially trying to kill you every single day Mm. and what to do he'd done everything that he was told to do but he still thought about killing himself every single day Anyway, he wrote this book to save his life and even if there's the smallest chance that him telling us mm-hmm. what he did and how he did it helps open a space where somebody else might not do mm-hmm. it or we might recognise something in someone else, he's happy. Well, there's a, there's a safety in numbers issue, mm-hmm. I think, as well, isn't there, is the fact that you, when you realise other people feel like you, mm-hmm. that comes as a comfort in many ways and mm-hmm. can just be a, you know, a small reason not to go ahead with doing something really, mm. really catastrophic, you know, cat- catastrophic, sorry. Um, and yeah. it's also like some, for some people, I mean, obviously Joe is living with a, with mm. a personality disorder, which mm-hmm. is, is the big thing that he struggles with. But for people who genuinely are people who have just slowly over time come to a point where they don't want to live anymore, mm-hmm. like what, 
what can what can we do like how mm. how can you get in there and how do you know yeah i mean life is quite a hard sell really mm. isn't it you know when somebody's made a decision to go it's quite a difficult thing to convince them otherwise cause do you know anybody th- that's killed themselves a friend yeah yes mm. yeah it took me a while to remember then but mm. uh, yes um in his back garden mm. Mm. it's quite an astonishing thing you know it's mm. Breathtaking, really. And, you know, life is a, is a difficult sell because it's mm. largely kind of hard work and it's an uphill struggle for many, many people. Well, I would have thought almost for everybody. At but some it's point. a loss of it's a loss of hope. It's a it's a belief that mm. life would be better without you in it. Like yes, a real the, yes. real hand on her. It's not the, just a poor me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The other people's lives. The would other be people's lives would be not better. Being yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's um, so. Mm. That's worth just letting people know that yeah. your life is fuller and more enjoyable because mm. they're in it. Mm. Um, yes. Mm. It's interesting. I was, I've been going through some older music recently that I haven't mm. listened to for a while. And there's um, the first Tim Minchin album. It's mm. called, I think it's called I Am So Fucking Rock or something mm. like that. I don't know if you remember it or not. It's a live album from his Edinburgh show. But um, there's a really good song on it called Not Perfect. Yes, I do remember and, it. You know, Tim Minchin's one of the people that kind of um, inspired me to want to play the piano, really, because he's so good at it. And I thought, and he didn't seem to be classically trained. He just seemed to play it and then got better at it. And I thought, I'll have a go at that. But that was always one song that I thought of his that I could play because it's quite straightforward. I think it's just three major chords. Mm. There's nothing really fancy in it, but there's some nice words in it. But I listened to it yesterday, maybe four or five times one after the other, and tears blinked out of my eyes mm. on two occasions because the particular thing I don't know if, you, if anyone's not heard the song it's called Not Perfect and it's on the So Fucking Rock live album and I think he does it again on his second album after that as well and it comes in the encore but the song starts about the earth and he says this is my earth and I live in it and it's two thirds dirt and one third water and blah 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 and then it says this is my house and then it says this is my body and then mm. it says this is my brain and it's critical of all things, but it's the idea that all these things aren't perfect, but they are at least mine. Mm. But um, the line about his body is very good because he basically just says, um, you know, I spend so much time hating it, yet it never says a bad word about me. Oh. And there's, you know, it's just something about that. You've, you have this kind of odd relationship with your own body and your own mind where you really mm. kind of dislike Hate it, it, but actually... Yeah. It can be quite nice to you and quite kind yeah. to you and uh, and you treat it often with such disrespect. Mm. And that's what I also love about the Baz Luhrmann song where it says, you know, it says something about your body. It's the greatest organ you'll ever yes. own. You know, please don't abuse it too much, mm. you know. Do you know um, um, Chessie King? Yeah, yeah. Chessie King came mm. to do a talk at mm. my kids' school mm. and the first thing that she got everybody to do was to write a love letter to their bodies. Mm-hmm. And um, you know there must be things that you're grateful to it yeah, for. Yeah. Like, has it achieved anything? Mm. Does it get you to school every day? Mm. Does it um, run fast? Mm. Does it laugh a lot? Like, you know, mm. write write your body a love letter. And I thought, God, what? And that it's made me cry idea, thinking yeah. about mm. like thanking mm. your body for the things that it's achieved. There's you lots know. of things I don't like about my mm. body, but I'm 50 next birthday, and I do think. Bloody hell, it's in pretty good shape, really. You look great, but you are funny. Like, you know, it's not mm. just women that have... Oh, God, not um, at all, no. Oh, issues, I mean. like, with the way that they mm. look, I think. Yeah, there's all sorts of bits I absolutely hate about it. But, um, I, you know, what it's like over the years, I've, I've grown to 
Yes, love quite it. appreciate it More. And, and love uh, all sorts of bits about it. I'm not going to post a picture of it. You don't need to see it. Mind you, you took I've a very one. good picture oh of me on God. holiday. No, we've got to post that. Uh, I'll have to think about it. No, we've got to post that. You looked amazing. It's too sexy. It's not, I mean, the, 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 <laughs> listeners, the listeners would really appreciate it. I'm not sure I could uh, expose myself you look to that fine. extent. But yeah, I was like, amazed. I mean, when I say when fine, you, I mean yeah. the American like, so fine. So fine. Yeah, I was amazed when I saw it. I thought, God, is that me? Well, it looks pretty good, doesn't it? Um, I suddenly just had a thought mm-hmm. that I didn't quite put Joe Trichini in in context. Yes. That he's Joe Pasquale's son, son. and mm-hmm. that he was uh, he's done lots and lots of acting. Yes. And that he's been in Hollyoaks. Mm-hmm. And he's oh, been yeah, in his in, own right. He's very kind of successful. He's extremely well successful. Yes, he's yeah. a comedian. He's yeah. a writer. Um, um, just and, wanted and to following say that. on Instagrams and all he's the really other things. really worth a follow. He really is. I totally mm. agree. He's hugely entertaining and he's doing a fantastic, fantastic job. My recommendation really is going to listening to old music at the moment. Mm. So the other thing I did, I found a, a thing on Instagram where it's a guy who's got a really old, cool stereo. So he's got a record player and tape decks and valve amps and speakers and all the rest of it. And he plays old cassettes on there or um, eight-track things and Mm. all the rest of it. And he played, you you might not like this, but he played Simply Red's Holding Back the Years Mm. on an eight-track. Now, I loved Simply Red in the 80s. I mean, I had dreadlocks and I used to wear a leather waistcoat. We've got to post a picture of this I wanted to be ginger. You wanted to be ginger. Yeah. And I used to go and see him play all the time, anywhere, in little clubs in Manchester and all sorts of places. You know, I just, I would travel everywhere to go and see him. I really liked him. And then, of course, what happens one day is you just switch off from it and you think, I've grown out of it now and it's gone. And I've never really listened to it since I don't suppose that you was know, a for great a very track. long time that was a very 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 good track and all of a sudden I thought I love I've got that to go track. and listen to it so I put it on and it is such a good song mm. holding back the years mm. and I don't know if you know anything about Mick Hucknall or not but his mum left him and his dad when he was a baby so he was raised by his dad who was a barber interestingly they were very very poor you know and I think he always slightly longed for his mother you know and of course when you listen to the song you hear it all in there you know he's waiting for the arms of Mater and uh, you know talking about how his dad would discipline him and stuff like that and you know he was only a very young man when he wrote the song but it's a really good song so I ended up putting on the greatest hits of Simply Red in the car the other day and I mean there are a few turkeys in there obviously but the feelings of nostalgia were so Mm. overwhelming they took me back to 1990, 1991, you know, sweeping the floor in the hair salon as the Stars record was on non-stop in those days. And it was really good. Um, so my first recommendation is to go and listen to a record that you've not listened to for 20 or 30 years. Mm. The big trick is to not listen to it too much because you reassign new thoughts and memories to it. So you can only really listen to it once and that's it. But, oh God, it was so good. It made me feel like sick almost. Like I I'd, think also, like, like, a, like I've been in, in a time terms machine. of mental health, it's quite <gasps> nice to... F- nostalgia's extremely healing. Lots of people say they don't like nostalgia, but I think they're lying. I don't think there's anything not to like about it. And I mean, I obviously... that's an issue in itself if you're not happy to look back. Mm. There must be moments where... But you can see where you've come, come from, from and how from, far yeah. you've come and the things yeah. you've done and yeah. just how... And it also gives you an idea that things change all the time. Mm. So if you're in a bad spot at the moment... Looking at nostalgia or looking back at things, you realise that things move on, everything moves mm. on. That's that old Persian saying, this too shall pass, is probably one of the greatest mm. the greatest sayings that you could ever hold on to, really, because mm. everything passes. Mm. 
But anyway, it was it was really good. And then also the the old Tim Minchin record, I listened to that probably eight or nine years ago, um, and that also brought back some lots of great memories. So mm. go and listen to something old from your past, whether it's Simply Red or whether it's an old U2 album or whether it's uh, Salt and Pepper. Let's talk about sex. Oh, Do you remember that? Yes, <laughs> that was always on its salon as well. <laughs> I'm going to talk about a book in a minute, Mm -hmm. um, but I thought because I just talked about a book, I'm going to talk about something else. And this isn't necessarily going to um, help your mental health, but Chester showed me this Instagram account and he's called Thomas Straker. Have you Mm -hmm. heard about him? He's a chef Mm -hmm. from Straker's in London, which is a restaurant. Okay. And he is... Um, on Instagram under Thomas underscore Straker. Yeah. And he's got, like for a chef, like, you haven't heard of him? No, never heard of him. I, I, never hadn't, heard of Strikers, I, ha- I hadn't heard of no. him. 714,000 followers on Instagram. Good Lord. Now, he is, the thing that got me going, because mm-hmm. Chester, what, what would you say is my naughtiest, most favourite thing? Pasta. What do, I, what do I have too much of? And you always go, oh, my God, how much of that? Oh, butter. Yes. Yeah, yeah. It's um, outrageous. Outrageous. So yeah. Chester showed me this account because he mm. was like, oh, my God, you are going to absolutely love this account. Right. Look at this. Oh. So Thomas Straker makes, has got this little thing called All Things Butter mm-hmm. where he makes butter, mm-hmm. but all different types of butter. So here he's made... Berry butter. So it's got raspberries, blackberries, mm. sugar, and um, butter. And, butter. <laughs> and then he gets some brioche uh-huh. and he does French toast, French toasts the brioche, oh, puts Jesus. some normal butter in, French toasts it. So he's, fr- he's, he's, he's frying. frying. Then he puts some berry the syrup on it. Yeah. Then he puts some icing sugar on it. And then he gets the spoonful of butter uh-huh. and he does this thing with the spoon yeah, and the butter. Like a scoop, isn't he it? He does okay. a scoopy thing, the, which absolutely do. freaks me out mm. that a chef does. Do you know what this butter is? It's caramelised pecan and maple burnt butter. Yeah, Shut I mean, that sounds really up! Yeah. I mean, he is butter king <laughs> and peri-peri butter. Shut up! On the chicken, peri butter, peri butter, peri butter, butter mm. on the on the on the chicken. I mean, he's amazing. And can I tell you who else has followed everything that I like? Yeah. What Willie Cook got there before me? Oh, really? Yeah. He's so he's obviously a sh- he's a chef's chef. But oh my God, Thomas underscore Straker, you and your butter are killing me. On the subject of Instagram accounts, mm-hmm. I have got one that I really like. Mm-hmm. He's a yoga guy. Now, you know I don't do you yoga. You don't do yoga. No. And, you know, I'm, I'm not even that interested in yoga, really. But I do like the idea of, like, taking a bit of time and for yourself. And stretching. And thinking. And, and staying and stuff like supple. That. So you might have come across this guy uh, before. He is called Yoga Brian. Familiar with Yoga <laughs> Brian? Huh? I am not familiar with okay. Yoga Brian. I'm going I'm to just play you a bit of Yoga Brian. He instantly made me think, oh, I like this guy. This is the yoga guy I want. Your mind's all over the place. You're yeah. like, uh, feel like that? Yeah. Come relax with me and then you can fuck off with your day. Oh, all right, take a seat or lie down. Hey, fuckers, this is a meditation. <laughs> if someone that you're working with is pissing you off or maybe your manager or all the above. All right. So take a seat or lie the fuck down. 
<laughs> just relax, close your eyes. Bring your attention and awareness to your butt cheeks. You can laugh, it's okay. Is he a joke? No. Awareness and attention to your butt cheeks. Start to relax. Oh my god, I that love ass. him. And as you relax that ass, your whole body starts to relax. Okay, Brian, looking up right now. Yeah. Yogi. There's no chance. But he's so good, right? Because he's talking to talks to me in a way that I completely latch on to. There's one where he goes, okay, sit the fuck down. Sit down. Come on. So all you need to do is sit down. So sit down. That's all I'm asking you to do. I'm like, oh, okay. Okay, okay. And he goes, relax. And then he goes, just fucking do it. Relax. And I'm like, okay. Yogi. And I was like, Jesus, sometimes I just need to be talked to like Yeah, but also that. tell me what to do. Yes, tell me what to do. Don't suggest or whisper mm. or be all zen. Alright, fuckers, three breaths here and then you can get the fuck on with your day. Awesome. Very easy. We're gonna breathe in, three count, breathe out a four count. So breathe in through our nose, a three count, breathe out through the mouth, a four count. Nice. Can you do that? Yeah? Awesome. Sit the fuck down or lie down. Close your eyes. <laughs> no, shut up. It's good. Can right? I just say something? Yeah. Also, mental health-wise, mm. he's great. He's totally great, right? Because, those, I mean, if we're, if we're talking about men's mental health in particular, it's quite nice for men to kind of feel like they're surrounded by something masculine, I think. And um, a lot of yoga and Pilates and stuff like that can be in many ways, feminine-based. Yes, I completely agree. And it feels, yoga feels like a feminine... Yes, I guess so. A feminine leaning. Mm. Although, um, a little bit like ballet, Mm -hmm. um, if you practice yoga as a man, Mm. Jesus, the body, you know, the strength and the... the flexibility, it, it's mm. its amazing for your physique, but it feels like it has it has the potential to put mm. men off. That's why this account well, is so great. A, but also, a, I like him. Yes, I'm exactly. a woman. Yeah, he's yeah, not absolutely. alienating no, to no, women no, at absolutely. all. Absolutely. But he's a big, he looks like a barber, basically. He's got a big beard, lots of tattoos. He's a big-ish bloke. And obviously, he speaks in quite an aggressive But he says yoga, way. meditation, comedy. Yeah. So I think it's funny, basically. But um, He's got 137,000 mm. followers, and it says, helping the world release 100 billion fucks. He's which good, though, isn't he? is absolutely great. This, and you can relax with Yogi Brian, sleep and meditation. Are you ready for deep and restful sleep? Are you ready to fully relax? Are you ready to unlock the power of your mind? Now is the time to go deeper. I thought you should. it should say, now is your time to simply... Say fuck you. No, <laughs> now's the time for you. Um, but go and follow him if you fancy that. I mean, what was quite interesting is that I said to my eldest son, I said, Have you seen this guy? And he went, Yeah, follow him. I absolutely love him. He's great, isn't he? And I was like, Oh, that's interesting. My 18 year old son has latched onto this. So, and I don't think he would have done under any other circumstances mm. if it wasn't someone telling him to sit the fuck down. Yes. <laughs> and I think, Okay, great. I mean, you know, language like that can really I work for some people. I absolutely love that. Thank yeah. you. 
If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I want to talk to you about somebody mm-hmm. I showed you earlier and you did really like him because I know that um, yeah. there are a lot of online therapists and um, there are so many people, and I'm going to name check a few that we've recommended before, that on a daily basis I get a lot from just happening across their mm. posts as they yes. come up on my feed. Yeah. One of them is Dr. Julie. Mm-hmm. The way that she explains mental health issues with visuals mm-hmm. and tools or things that she's holding mm-hmm. and then the way that she explains with various bullet points what to do about mm-hmm. it is without parallel. She is brilliant at that. Another person, mm-hmm. Ryan Holiday. Oh, yeah, he's great. His daily little meditations, his daily stoic chats, his daily kind of look. Something might happen to him during the day and he'll go, guys, I just want to talk to you about this. This has happened and this is what it's made me think or feel. He's very good. Mel Robbins. She is amazing. Oh, yeah, I like her. I am channeling my Mel Robbins when I've got my glasses on. And sometimes she'll sit in a car and she'll give you a golden nugget. And sometimes she'll be in a... Yes. Um, in a seminar. Today she posted something which I thought was brilliant. You know, if you're struggling in your relationship and you're, and you're feeling like, oh, you know, I'm, I'm not that happy. She said, I'm, I'm challenging you to do something. As she challenged everybody to send their partner a text and say, um, what can I do to help you? Mm-hmm. What can I do to make you feel better about oh, life? Really? And it was more about saying... I have a part, I have a role to play in your happiness. It's not down to you to make me happy. Mm -hmm. Me being happy is hooked into my role in making other people happy and you are my partner. And I want to, what can I, not making him happy, but what can I do to help support you? And I just thought, wow, that is just Mm. so good. Anyway, so those are those are the few a few people who we've already recommended that yeah. I would say just 
if you don't already go and follow them great yeah. but this guy i found via fern cotton fern cotton's happy place is fantastic yes it's a good kind I've, of I've heard, yeah i've heard places, of so many yeah. people and that i've never and all yeah sorts of stuff, yeah you know we discovered an artist mm. that we, who we absolutely love mm. emma palmer mm-hmm. but Owen O'Kane, he's a Sunday Times bestseller. He's written um, lots of books that have been on the bestseller list. Ten Times Happier was one of his books that did extremely well. But he's got one out now called Boost Your Mood and Reduce Your Anxiety in 10 Minutes a Day. How to be your own therapist. Mm -hmm. Now, obviously, times are hard. Money's short. You know, you can't really... Therapists are expensive. And also, if you're going to get meaningful therapy, you need to go quite a lot to go yes. and kind of really dig deep and uncover mm-hmm. kind of your mm-hmm. issues but this book is about how to get the therapist in a book <laughs> read okay. the pages you become your own therapist mm-hmm. and it is a practice so it's like 10 minutes a day you know you that's how much it would take but it will really help your mood and anxiety now i don't know about you michael mm-hmm. but i feel like anxiety is an epidemic yeah and the current political situation, mm. um, not just in this country with our leaders or with money, but the, the world. worldwide yeah, yeah, yeah. is so unsettling. Mm. And that creates an anxiety in itself. Yeah. But people know that we're heading into winter. There's an enormous anxiety about fuel bills, things like that. Everybody is stressed out. It's a difficult time for mm. everybody. But anxiety amongst young people, yeah. who, relatively speaking, you would think shouldn't have any worries it's at really, all. It's interesting, the, the whole idea. The, the big problem is because we've got a little phone in our pocket that gives us access mm. to everything you, you could ever want or need to know, and you mm. can ask any question. gives you the illusion that you should know the answer to mm. everything. Mm. And if you don't, then there's something wrong. Mm. But of course, we've never known the answer to virtually anything. Mm. You know, in a, in a, at all, has. we used to have to like, look at the Encyclopedia Britannica. Yes, it was five and, hours to find out the answer to something. And then you could find an answer that would change anyway. So the point, <laughs> the point being, I think, is that you have to make up most of the stuff you know because it's impossible to know everything. Mm. So you have to just assume a bunch of stuff. Most of the anxiety comes from assuming things will go wrong or yes. things are bad. Yes, it's but, fear of the future that hasn't happened, right? Yeah, and, and it's completely unknown. Yeah. But I, I, I often try and think of the unknown turning out good. Mm. I, I always say to anybody mm. that I'm close to that's anxious, mm. I, was, I always say, when I, you know, when I call it the pre-mortem, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, the pre-mortem um, yeah. rather than doing a post-mortem after something's mm. gone wrong, yeah. let's think about the things that could go wrong and what would you do if they did. Mm. So, you know, say to a kid, what is the thing that you're worried about? Okay, let's pretend that's happened. What, how would we cope with it? Yes. Okay, well, now you know that if the worst did happen, Mm -hmm. which it hasn't, Mm -hmm. and it might never... You'd be all right. We'd be all right. Yeah, and that's also a stoic idea, isn't it? Yeah. So, Um, um, just to say that Mm -hmm. Owen Owen O'Kane is also on... He's done a Happy Place interview, which is amazing. He's also on Instagram under Owen O'Kane, and he does a lot of really good, solid, Mm -hmm. great bits of advice, great tips. And he talks about, um, in this book, about smart techniques... And um, just what I like about him is it's quite simple mm-hmm. to follow. Mm-hmm. It's not incredibly wordy. You, you just wordy. showed me one of his yeah. things I thought was brilliant. Yeah. yeah. So he has dual medical and psychotherapy training and is a former clinical lead for an NHS mental health service. So he does know his stuff and really nice man. Yeah. He seems like 
just a lovely Yes, he does seem person. like a very lovely person. Yeah. I mean, I often think that I have been my own therapist for you a have. long time. I spend, a, as you know, I talk yeah. to myself a lot. Yeah, and um, when Michael talks to himself, let me just explain to our listeners. Mm. It slightly freaked me out when I first saw you do it, like mm. 20 years ago or whatever, because I used to think, what's he doing? Mm. But he does this thing where he moves his mouth, literally, but silently talking to himself. Mm. And now I just say to Michael, you know, what are you doing? <laughs> but when I say that, I mean, like, who are you presenting to? Yeah. What are you talking through? Yeah. Like, what what is the scenario you're in? Mm. And... Um, I really enjoy yes. finding out, like, oh, what are, what are you kind of well, just, talking think, through with yourself today? I think I've created a, a therapist who lives inside me, mm. essentially, and then I talk, talk things through with him. Is it you that you're talking to? Or it's a have version you got of someone, me, yeah. I think, but it's a hypercritical version of me. Oh, critical? Yeah, yeah, who tells mm. me that I could be wrong or oh, I see. you should probably n- not do that or mm. that would be a bad idea. And mm. then I would say, well, why would it be a bad idea? And then I'll say, well, these are all the reasons why I think it's bad. And I go, yeah, but maybe it's worth saying. And then they'll say, yeah, but, you know, the consequences of this might be that. You know, like, I find it very, very helpful. I mean, Mm. but I do that with my work. I do it with my, uh, you know, my kids or Mm. virtually any situation at all, really. You're mine. Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. Always have been. <laughs> but uh, I, I did have a therapist for a while, but I did find that I got a lot more out of myself than mm. I did the therapist. Mm. Um, um, I think the answers are within you, but sometimes you don't trust yourself, and that's, that's the thing. That's the therapist's mm. job, ultimately, mm. is you solve your own problems mm. by talking about them to somebody. Mm. But I can actually do that to myself and, and remove myself from it as well. I feel like I've got yeah. quite a good situation because mm. I did talk to somebody for quite a long yeah. time. And she got to know me very well. Mm. And now, you know, once a year, if I've got a real stumbling block, I just call her for half an hour Mm. and talk through that specific issue. But because she knows me so well, Mm -hmm. she can give me good feedback. It's quite helpful. But there's very little that you and I can't debrief over, like chew over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, and I often think a lot of people expect an answer in in the same conversation, but mm. I have to have that conversation four or five times and then f- go four away, or five days, think. and then you exhaust it to the point where it's obviously crystal clear what you're supposed to do or mm. not do, you know. But I do love the idea about how to be your own therapist. Um, I mm. think it sounds like a great a great book. Slightly on that subject, uh, I'm going to talk about two movies now. One. Mm. You've seen them both, but one uh, I downloaded for when we uh, flew on holiday recently, which was Up in the Air. And Up in the Air was an old George Clooney movie from 2009 that's just come on Netflix. It was interesting because I'd I'd seen it and mm. I remember I loved it, but I couldn't really Mm. remember it. So when you talked me through it after you'd seen Mm. it, I was like, it was fun because it was like I'd seen it all over again. So the interesting thing about this movie, a lot of you might have seen it already, but I'd definitely go back and watch it. It was made in 2009 and you think... That you knew the world in 2009, and but I can't it's believe much more backwards how, than we yes, remember. There's so many, and this was a modern film about travel mm. and relationships and technology and all sorts of things that are in there, and also a vision and a view of the world that I held also at that time, which I totally don't hold anymore. Um, which was. Well, which was this, this idea that uh, George Clooney's basically a, um, a travels for his job a lot. And he's obsessed with collecting air miles and he's got all these different yeah, cards, cards for different uh, hurts. 
um, hire car, uh, Hilton rewards points, air miles for American Island, um, American Airways. Airways. I just loved the idea that I was this guy who was completely free of responsibility in many ways. He had a small flat somewhere, but he loved his job of traveling around and felt the empowered. Man. Yeah, like the I'm man. The man. And, and I could go anywhere and be anywhere mm-hmm. and do anything. But his big goal was to collect 10 million air miles. Only seven other people in the world had ever done it. More people had landed on the moon than has collected 10 million air miles. And he was, he was on his goal to do that. And then on this journey, he meets two girls. One he has a kind of romantic relationship with. The other one is a girl who comes to work for him, who's a young girl who's just left MIT or one of the big universities anyway, you know, who's kind of smart and clued up and is a modern, young, thinking person. And she can't understand his this guy's obsession with low responsibility and and enjoying this transient life, you know. So there's a conflict going on there. Um, and it's both of them have got it wrong to a certain extent. But he does public speaking called "What's in Your Backpack," and um, you get to hear some of his public speaking. This is George Clooney playing this character. He, he wears a backpack, but he says, what's in it? Let's have a little look. Imagine you've got a backpack on. And then he says, now imagine your life is in that backpack. What does that feel like? And he yeah. says, start with the small things, pictures, books, stuff on the shelves at home, put them in the backpack. Now take your clothes and put that in the backpack. And then throw in your relationships, your cars and houses and boats and things like that. And he said, feel the weight of it. you know. And the idea is, I think, that his perfect life is that your backpack's virtually empty. You're not carrying anything. You know, you're mm. free. Mm. I felt like that when I watched the film in 2009, but now I carry an enormous backpack and it makes me feel very happy largely to carry Mm. the weight of responsibility. I don't understand how you can have a life unless you're carrying some Mm. baggage, you know. It's part of the deal, you know. And the baggage is great because you get to delve into it and play around Mm. with it from time to time and pull people out of it and spend Mm. time with them, you know. I mean, like, it's, it's great. So I remember... Just how much had changed since 2009. Anyway, it's a great film with a great story and, a, and some brilliant moments in it. And you realise just how great George Clooney was. Mm. I say was because I haven't seen him in a film for so long, although I believe one's coming out soon with him and Julia Roberts. Somebody yes, so about um, parents, that are divorced parents going to their kids' wedding. Oh, is it? Oh, it's my God. Really, okay. It looks really funny. I can't wait for that. I've really missed Clooney and he's so good. And his voice is so good and he looks so good on screen. It's a great, great film. So go and watch that. But to tie in with that when we were on holiday, your kids got us to watch a Disney movie called Soul. That is so weird. Yeah. I had just literally typed in Soul because I was like, we've got to talk about Soul. That's really, really funny. It's got an eight. On IMDb. On IMDb. And it's under two hours? was definitely one hour 40. Yeah, I mean, it's the dream. If you've got an eight and something under two hours, it's a dream of a film. Jamie Foxx, Tina Fey, Graham Norton, Rachel House, Richard Iowardi. I mean, it's amazing. That's a brilliant cast. The whole thing's great. Anyway, I was a bit reluctant to watch it because I didn't really want to watch a cartoony type movie, but I thought, well, everybody wants to watch it. I mean, what were we like? Yeah. Oh, yeah, we were sobbing. You and I were sobbing. And, um, but... It very weirdly dovetailed into the to the up in the air. I think that's the point I'm making as I'm tying these two films together. And my recommendation is to watch both of them because there's something about them that are similar but at odds with each other. And it's just about existence and life and love and 
that what's the point of it all and all that is tied but up in both films. Soul is absolutely a mental health film. <sighs> it's like to to look at yourself and what you have and what you've done and where you're going and who you want to be and mm. who you are. It's it's amazing. It's about your soul. It's one of mm. the greatest mm. films I have ever seen. Mm. It's a great film. So And I, I, I hadn't wanted to see it because I thought it was just about music and singing. Yes, because that's the premise. You it's think not. it's about soul music because he's a musician, he's a jazz pianist, and it something happens to him and he finds himself in between life and death with a bunch of souls, essentially, mm-hmm. that have not been attributed to a human life yet. And the souls can only go once they've acquired five little kind of personality traits or something like that. And there's one particular soul there who's missing one of these traits. and It's, it's too hard to explain. It, yeah, just tell, but, they, but, but they've but, got to watch it. Yeah, yeah but I'll, I'll just get to the point I'm oh, making, sorry. is that you think your life needs a very specific purpose. I think that's the point of the film, is that this little soul thinks it's waiting for its purpose. It's, it has to have a thing that it does. And that's backed up by the idea that this guy's a jazz pianist, that that's his purpose. He has to play music. And of course, that's not it, basically. That's not about having a specific purpose. It's just about a desire to live. And that's that becomes apparent as the film goes on. But all the time I'm agreeing with the film and actually the film is disagreeing with itself until that moment. Mm. And it was like a whole shining light had just been placed on me where I thought oh I'm wrong I'm wrong about the film and I'm also wrong about myself it was like Jesus Christ at the end I just had to leave the room and Mm. thought oh my god like what's happened to me watching this fucking Disney film it's really bloody good so um, sacrifice that was what I mm, loved about it that I don't know it was mm. it was an absolute Mm fucking belter it, it's like reading a book on psychology yes. basically if you've read the 12 rules for life but or something have you like not that found that like all the latest disney movies that we've seen have been like that mm. we we mm. i mean i'm going to recommend another one next week yeah but um okay um but it's great <clears throat> but uh, up in the air is on netflix and up is on disney plus soul up, sorry soul is on disney plus and i really enjoyed they had big impact on me when i watched up in the air first and then soul immediately afterwards or the following day or something like that. It's really good. The reason I said up is that soul is directed and created by the same person who did up. And if you liked up, which is also a bloody heartbreaker, right? Mm. Um, give it a whirl. Great. It's so nice to be back, ladies and gentlemen. It's lovely. Are you all yeah. right? Yeah, I'm good. <clears throat> we've, we, we've, we've tapped into you twice yeah. today. I know. Um, I think um, I'm going through a big change at the moment. You, you know, are, aren't you? Kids are leaving school and, you know, all sorts of stuff's going on. It's crazy at the yeah. moment. Yeah. I'm, um, raw. Sure what do you You're call it? raw. That's what I would yeah. call you at the moment. But life is requiring me to let go of things yes. I don't want to let go of at yeah. the moment. It's very difficult. And change is painful. Yes, and I thought I was fine about all loads of stuff. It's very I weird when you think, oh, I've got this under control. And then he goes, yeah, right. But, you know, we'll get in there. Uh, it's nice to be back. I've missed our therapy sessions. Well, I, I really enjoy it. Mm. I just enjoy sitting next to you doing it. It's mm. just nice. It's like and having a chat. Thanks to everybody for all your messages over the, the summer of saying you've been longing for us to yeah, come back. Yeah, come back. It's very, very it means nice a lot. to read. But thanks ever so much for giving us so much time off because um, we really needed it. We needed it, it yeah, didn't we? Yeah, we were absolutely whacked. Um, well, we'll see you next week. 
See you next week. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. 